Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. Stand up for your country. So you, your money, me, and my money. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Okay. Um, I had dinner last night with my financial advisors. They bought. I had dessert. And it was a fairly harrowing experience. I've been with these guys. They've been with me 40 years, 35 years, trusted advisors. Um, And now we're looking at a situation in the free marketplace in the United States that's getting desperate. I'm not overstating this. So most of you uh, watching me right now, listening to me on the radio across the world, work hard for your money, as Donna Summer once sang. And you don't want your money taken away from you. But that's exactly what's happening through the incompetent policies of Joe Biden. Now, it was shocking to see the Dow fall about 1,200 points, and the very night that happened, Last night, the president of the United States celebrating some stupid theoretical bill that I don't think is going to help anybody in the financial area. Now, instead of being humble and saying, look, we understand the gravity of this economic situation, he didn't do that. He put it on his dopey sunglasses and made a fool out of himself at the White House. And that's the truth. And that's not a Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal analysis. That is the truth. He made a fool out of himself. Now, my advisors, some of them are liberal, some of them are conservative. The liberal people are embarrassed. They're mouthing things like, well, Trump set the scene for inflation because he spent too much. All that BS. Yeah, Trump spent too much. But when he left, it was 1.3% inflation. Okay, So if you're going to go back and start to obscure the painful reality, now they know that I'm not putting up with that nonsense, but you just catch little snippets in the conversation. And of course, the Republican conservative traditional guys, they despise Biden because they're getting hurt. Everybody's getting hurt in the food chain from the person who unloads the groceries to the richest hedge fund person. Everyone's getting hurt. And the primary reason is the money men in the world, the people who control commerce, have zero confidence in Joe Biden. They know he's a failure. They know he's incompetent and will not get any better. And you don't believe me? Here are the facts. Okay? So Bank of America, huge. All right? They do a survey among the equity class, that's the name for the fat cats who fly off to Davos, Switzerland and, and uh, scrum together in Sun Valley, Idaho, those people. I don't have any use for those people, by the way, on a personal basis. I, and I'm, I'm wrong. I'm sure some of them are good people, but I don't want to have anything to do with that. I'm a working class guy, and that's how I'm... I'm come in and that's how I'm going out. No matter how much money I have, it's the mentality. Anyway, Bank of America, 
All right, they do a survey. And in the survey, and these are people who participate in the capitalistic system and they invest. 52% say, we're not really going to invest much in stocks for the time being. All right, 62% are sitting on cash. That means research and development, nothing's expanding in that zone. 92% of the what I call the wise guys expect the economy to decline in the next year. 92%. And there's Biden with the sunglasses telling everybody how great it is. Just keep it in mind. Okay? And respondents who expect a weaker economy next year, 72%. It's shocking. And you say, well, why does that matter? It matters because these are the people that control the investments. These are the people that make the stocks go up and down. Not the speculators, not the people sitting by the computer trying to make a couple of grand a day. These are the big boys, the hedge funds, the investors, the people who are looking to see how healthy the U.S. economy is. And it's not healthy. So how much is it going to take? How much pain is it going to take for the American people to wake up? The Democratic Party in November should get no votes. Shut out. That's how bad that party is at this point in history. Could it turn around? I hope it does. We need two vibrant parties. But right now, the progressive movement dominates the Democratic Party. It's a disaster. And Biden can sit and tell you, well, my inflation reduction bill is it's not going to do jack. And Harris says, oh, we have a secure border. You're a liar. And she is. She's a liar. I don't usually use that word. You know that if you watch and listen to me. Because lying is intent. You're intentionally trying to deceive. Most people who deceive are ignorant. They don't know. But this woman, I don't think she's very smart, but there isn't one Border Patrol agent, as I told you yesterday, from Brownsville to San Diego, who's going to say the border is secure. Not one. And you who refuse to go to the border, Kamala Harris, even though you're supposedly in charge of it, say it's secure. That's a lie. But the Biden administration doesn't care. On the Hannity radio program today, I called it the Twilight Zone administration. Okay? If it's raining, it's sunny. If it's cold, it's hot. They don't care what the reality is. I mean, I'm going to play you a soundbite from uh, the White House spokesperson, Corinne, telling you that the drug smuggling is under control. That's what she said. (laughs) What? That goes against every single law enforcement agency in a country. But they don't care. They don't care. They know they can say it, and the corrupt media won't make a big deal out of it. Okay, that's the memo. Hope I didn't go overboard there, but if the economy gets worse, the poor and the working class will suffer grievously. And if you continue to give power to the Democratic Party, that's what's going to happen. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. 
Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. All right, so Biden goes to Michigan, goes to Detroit, um, and he says where the federal government's going to build uh, $900 million worth of EV chargers across the nation's highways, okay? Another massive expenditure. So what this is all about is the federal government wants to take over the vehicle industry, the auto industry. They want to run it like they want to run the entire economy. You already see it in California. That's always the harbinger. California says, by, you know, in a few years, no more new gas-powered vehicles in California. That's what the feds want to do. They want to tell you what you can and can't drive. They want to tell you what you can and can't eat. They want to tell you what you can and can't do to protect yourself. This is what the progressive movement is. Okay, so Biden goes there. and Now, I don't mind electric cars. A lot of my friends have electric cars. They love them. They love them. And I expect the technology will get better and the prices of those cars will come down. That's what I think is going to happen. So let the marketplace dictate. If the electric cars are efficient and you don't have to pay onerous gas prices, you'll buy an electric car, right? I will. Even though I can't even put gas in my car, I don't know anything about it. I think I can plug the thing in. But it has the prices have to come down and the The uh, plugs have to be more widespread. So Biden's pushing this, but the the overarch on it is we, the federal government, want to tell you, the American citizen, how to live in all areas. This climate change thing, this is about economics. They're going to tax us to death in the next 10 years on climate justice. Everything's going to be, oh, you got to raise taxes on this, climate justice, climate justice here, climate justice there taking as much money out of private hands as they can. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, My promoted story today was Donald Trump. There's a two-pronged attack on him. Ma-a-Lago raid, classified documents in his basement. Uh, There is a criminal investigation and a grand jury. May 12th, the grand jury convened. It is in Washington. They are going to present evidence to the grand jury that Trump or his advisors did something illegal. I don't think much is going to come from this. The master is going to, which is appointed, going to slow it down. The master will probably say the FBI went in and did illegal things. That'll suppress the whole thing. That's what I think is going to happen there. The second prong is January 6th. Now, this is more likely to result in indictments. Not about Trump, because they're going to they really have to have what they call a smoking gun 
Trump said, I want the rebellion. I want people to destroy the Capitol. I want, I want, I want in order to bring some kind of case or then it becomes the Ukraine phone call impeachment of farce. So, but those below Trump who may have actively tried to undermine the security of the nation's Capitol building, they better watch themselves. So there is a grand jury here. That case was filed October 18th, 2021, coming up on a year. Still, they're issuing subpoenas for all kinds of people. Uh, the My Pillow guy says he got rousted at a, was it Wendy's or Burger King window? They seized his cell phone. <laughs> I don't know. Why, why did he just knock on his door? You got to get him at Wendy's? <laughs> anyway, look. The January 6th, in my opinion, and again, I could be wrong, I'm just educate guessing, is more at risk for Trump and those around him than the documents. Okay, the vote coming up uh, fast. So one of the key races is in Arizona, tight between incumbent Mark Kelly and the Trump-endorsed candidate Blake Masters. Okay, so right now it's a tie, according to the Emerson College poll, within the margin of error. So Kelly is campaigning, as of course he would. And a reporter asked him about Joe Biden's job performance. Go. You know, your thoughts on his job. Has he done a good job, do you think? Hey, I, you know, I, you know I, first of all, it's not my job to give him a report card. I would say, you know, mixed reviews, you know, on certain things. I've got issues with how... Uh, Afghanistan, you know, how our role in Afghanistan ended. That's it? Afghanistan? That was more than a year ago. So anyway, why I use that sound clip is the Senate candidates can't boost Biden. They can't say, yeah, Biden's doing a great job. The Democrats running for the Senate cannot do it. I'll tell you something. Lindsey Graham, Republican senator, this is as foolish a political move as I have ever seen. So he has introduced a bill, okay, yesterday, September 13th, that would federalize an abortion ban after 15 weeks except incest, rape, and life of the mother. So I don't know whether Lindsey Graham missed it, but the Supreme Court just ruled that the federal government is out of the abortion business and the states take care of it individually the way the states want to, reflecting the will of their population. Did Lindsey Graham miss that? (laughs) Because this is just foolish. Why would you do that when the Supreme Court has just ruled on it? And why would you give the Democrats another abortion issue? Why? Lindsey Graham's been around long enough to know this bill has no chance to pass. Even if the Republicans control both houses, Biden would veto it. Why are you doing this? For what reason? So this is an example of Republican stupidity. People ask me, why are you registered independent? Why? Are you? Because both parties, <laughs> you know why. 
Okay, so uh, let's go to the border. <laughs> this is so you all know about Kamala Harris. All right, border security. So now, yesterday, uh, Corinne Jean Pierre, the White House spokesperson, who is in so far over her head, she's about fifty fathoms deep, says this about drug importation. We see record seizures of uh, of fentanyl uh, at the border, so we're actually catching uh, fentanyl before it enters the country. So that's how uh, we see that. Look, uh, as far as the border, we're taking unprecedented action. Uh, We had to to fix something that was broken, especially by the, the last administration. Unbelievable. They are taking unprecedented action at the border. They're not doing anything. That's unprecedented. No president has ever not done anything. Now, I'll submit to you, there is not one law enforcement agency in this country who will say, that will say, that drug importation is being stopped at the border. Drug enforcement agency, federal level, any state agencies, any local agencies. If you know of one sheriff, of one police chief, anyone who says, The Biden administration is stopping dangerous drugs at the border. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. I'll put that person on the air. So Corinne Jean-Pierre says, oh, we're catching fentanyl before it enters the country. Meanwhile, more than 100,000 people are dying a year from drug overdoses, mostly fentanyl. But no, no, no. They're stopping it. Twilight Zone administration. No matter what happens, they deny it. It's frightening. It is frightening. All right, so let's go to the media. We have a guest tonight from our radio flagship station, WABC, where I am a featured player every night at 9 p.m. WABC Radio, perhaps the most iconic, powerful station in the country, takes the no-spin news that you're hearing right now and runs it on the radio. In fact, you can get a hat, a WABC Bill O'Reilly hat, if you go to their website. Isn't that nifty? (laughs) Okay. I tried to give it to my urchins, and they went, we're not wearing that, (laughs) but I'll wear it. Anyway, one of the mainstream uh, guys, uh, the most successful uh, show is the morning show, which is in radio, the most uh, important show because it brings in the most revenue. His name is Sid Rosenberg. Now, I've known him for a long time. He's with Bernard McGurk. You know Bernie McGurk from the O'Reilly Factor. And it's Sid and Bernie in the morning, or Bernie and Sid, depending on who you're talking to. Okay. They are number one in the largest market in the country. So why Rosenberg is interesting is he's a former sports guy. Okay? He, He was a big sports guy for most of his career. He's now doing news And apparently the people in New York like it because it's, again, the number one show. He has a new book called Citizens United with an S. That is extremely clever. Salacious spiels, stories, suggestions, and solutions to withstand a woke word world. Mr. Rosenberg joins us now from New York. Okay, that was quite an introduction, was it not? That was absolutely gorgeous. And I do a lot for you when you come on the radio show in terms of introductions. This was every bit as good, if not better. 
Do you believe you deserve this introduction? Well, maybe uh, even a little more, to be honest. Number one in New York, though, that's a very, very big deal. <laughs> no, but thank you very much for that. It was very, very nice. And I'm thrilled to be on this show. I really am. Thank you. Okay. So I read your book, and uh, it, it's very clever in the sense that uh, you've done a lot of things in radio. Radio is a rough racket, just like television. You, uh, you know, explain to the reader what happened. But what caught my attention was that you used to be a fairly liberal guy. Is that accurate? Would that be accurate? Very accurate. Brooklyn, Jewish kid, like Bill Clinton, very liberal guy. Yes, that's accurate. Okay, but then it turned for you. Explain how that happened. Well, I think it turned um, Donald Trump. Uh, I didn't like Donald Trump. I didn't vote for Donald Trump. I thought his campaign was sophomoric and silly. He's going to wear a hat. He's going to build a wall. He's going to, you know, nickname people, you know, low energy, Bill O'Reilly, which is ridiculous, of course. A small hand, Sid Rosenberg. I'm like, this guy can't fix this country. I mean, I couldn't stand Barack Obama. I'm sorry. Feckless, nice guy. Elegant, eloquent, yes, but feckless. Every other week, I feel like we're being attacked somewhere around the world. Paris, Brussels, here in the United States. You always come on TV and be like, listen to me. Don't be angry and don't be mad at your Muslim neighbors. I was like, wait a second. got to get pissed. We're getting blown up all over the world. So I couldn't stand Barack Obama. And I knew Hillary Clinton was just an extension of Obama. Yet, I still voted for her because they had no trust in Donald Trump. I got to tell you this, Bill. I voted against Donald Trump. I didn't like his campaign. It took me three months, three months to come to the realization that in my lifetime, I'll be 56 in April, along with Ronald Reagan. He's the best president of my lifetime. He really was one-term president. I want him back in 2024. He turned me from a liberal into whatever he is, I guess, a, a Republican, a conservative. I don't know. But it was Donald Trump that really changed it for me. Now, why or what did he do that brought you to that conclusion? I love the fact he put our country first, Bill. I, I couldn't stand all the other policies, which which paid so much attention to Germany and England, especially, of course, uh, Israel. Obama was terrible with the Israelis. Of course, uh, Bibi couldn't stand him. And the night before he left office, he delivered a pallet of cash to the Palestinians. All that money goes to Hamas. Those people want to kill Israelis every single day. What did Trump do? He did something the six prior presidents did not do. He moved the embassy to Jerusalem, right? He recognized the Golden Heights as a part of Israel. He was better to Israel, Bill, than any president in my lifetime. So that, for me, was huge. His foreign policy was the best. Trust me when I tell you, Vladimir Putin would be nowhere near the Ukraine right now. Taiwan and China never even be an inkling in China's mind right now. And South Korea would not be firing missiles every other week. No Iran deals, none of that nonsense. So you look at Donald Trump, whether he was crazy, unpredictable, whatever it was, Folks around the world do not want to mess with Donald Trump in the United States. I miss that. Right now, here in our own country, everything's a mess. You talked about the inflation, supply chain shortages, rates divide. The world does not respect us. There's world wars going on all over the place. When Trump was in power, none of that was going on. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's credit to Donald Trump. Now, when you speak with people who believe the opposite, that Trump's the devil and it ran a poor administration, can you speak to them in New York? Because obviously, you know, that's one of the most liberal cities in the country. And you make your case. Will they even listen to the left? Will they even listen to that case? No, they think I'm an idiot, too. I'm my own sister. I haven't talked to my own sister, Bill O'Reilly, in like two years because she hates Donald Trump and I love him. 
And I think I'm not the only person where now all of a sudden families and friends lose relationships over politics. It's sad, it's unfortunate, but it really is the case. And I've had discussions with my sister about Donald Trump. And I said, wait a second, your husband's parents survived the Holocaust. They were wonderful people, Joe and Henya. Had numbers up and down their arms, Bill O'Reilly. Okay, how could you and your husband vote for a party that hates Israel? Whether it is, of course, uh, the current administration or people like AOC or her whole squad over there, Talib and the rest of those folks. How could you do that? And you can't, you can't argue the economy was better than it ever was. African-Americans did very, very well. You love that. Uh, Latinos did very, very well. So you tell me a lot of my sister. You tell me what was wrong when Donald Trump was president. And she goes every time, he was a liar. I said, oh, he was a liar. Who told you that? The New York Times? Of course he's a liar. Donald Trump lies all the time. What president doesn't? If that's all you've got, that Donald Trump was a bad president because he was a liar, you've got nothing. I admit Donald Trump lied. So what? We were in much better shape. The world was in much better shape. He's not a super guy. You know that, Bill. He's not the moral standard of what a human should be, Donald Trump. But as a leader, that guy knows how to get it done. Now, do you think you'll ever be detente between you and your sister? Do I think what? Do you think you'll ever be detente between you and your sister? You know, I hope so. She's 75 years old and I'm going to be 56. We're getting older, Bill. And again, something as silly as this should not affect family and friends. But that's how deep some of this goes right yeah. now. And if no, you're it's very young, emotional. It's now, you, you were with Trump a few uh, about a week ago or so, right? You were with him? I was. I was in Long Branch, New Jersey, a Lee Zeldin event. Lee Zeldin, for folks that may not know, is running for governor here in New York. I mean, our hope, Bill O'Reilly, is that Lee Zeldin saves our state and beats Kathy Hochul in 2022. And once again, in 2024, Donald Trump saves our country. So it was Zeldin, Trump, Sid Rosenberg, and a very big house in Long Branch, New Jersey. It was a great afternoon. And he sounded tremendous, President Trump. Okay, because some people say that he's losing a step because of all of this nonstop Justice Department stuff after him and any human being. I mean, yeah, it's got to take its toll. I haven't seen him for a while. I talked to him on the phone occasionally, but I wanted to know, you know, what you saw. Did you actually talk to him one on one or was it just basically he was there giving a speech for Zeldin? Now, it's the latter, basically giving a speech for Zeldin, but he has not lost a step, not even close. He was funny as he always is. He talked about the Mar-a-Lago raid. He talked about January 6th. He talked about Joe Biden. I did an event actually the week before, Bill, with his son, Donald Trump Jr. and Kimberly Gilboyle, another big star from your show. And they said the same thing. They said, listen, they can raid our homes. They can indict us. They can impeach us. All it does is make us stronger. Uh, 45 doesn't care. 45 welcomes all the attention. 45 wants it, bring it, because in the end, he will get the last laugh election day of 2024. So when anyone tells you he's lost a step, I didn't see that last Sunday. I see a guy primed and ready to once again save our failing country. All right. Now, last question. If somebody buys Citizens United, and we hope they do, what is the main takeaway for a person to spend 20 bucks on this book? That's a really good question. And there is something there about politics and Donald Trump, local politics in New York. But the inspiration, though, behind this book was an old friend of mine named Tim Russer. I know you know Tim very, very well. Sure. He was very close with his dad. And his dad died, and Tim wrote a book called Big Russ. So I went to Simon Schuster. I said, I lost my father Harvey two years ago. It still kills me every day. So I want to write a book about me and my father. And they said, 
that's great. But you're Sid Rosenberg. You're number one in New York. On any given day, you can go from Bill O'Reilly to Eric Adams to Donald Trump to Bill Sims to Real Housewives of New Jersey. Why limit your book to just your dad? You're doing your audience a disservice. Write about everything. I said, okay, let me ask you this. If I do what you want me to do, what's the difference in advance money? Hence, Citizens United. <laughs> <laughs> Sid Rosenberg, everybody. You can get you on WABC. I'll be on with him tomorrow morning. And uh, we appreciate it. Sid, good luck with the book. Okay. Summer of 2022, the third warmest on record for contiguous United States. It's according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. There is global warming. I've said that a million times. It's getting warmer. Um, smart life. Here we go. Now, you should have a pen and a paper. Uh, we always suggest you have that when listening to the No Spin News and Common Sense on WABC, which is what we call it there. Fetch rewards. All right. Fret. Fetch, like a dog, Fetch Rewards, a free mobile shopping app, all right? What it does is you send Fetch Rewards your receipts of things you buy. The Fetch registers that under your name, and then you could get gift cards, free gift cards, and such. Because what it does is it shows the receipts to various companies, grocery stores, convenience stores, drug stores. They see that. And then if they have a promotional thing going on, you automatically get the gift card or the discount or whatever it is. So it's Fetch Rewards app. Okay. Second smart life. Vidgo.com, our streaming service partner. Shock and awe, part two. Last week, we did the sacrifices and the brutality of the National Football League. This week is rating President Biden among all presidents for his first 20 months in office. Okay? We've got three historians and me. We're going to rate them. It is a lively show. can only see it on Vidgo streaming service. So it's vidgo.com slash bill shock and awe. New segment, the no spin flashback. Okay. So September 11th, 1987, the tonight show with Johnny Carson. Go. Now on, on the political scene, uh, one of the democratic candidates is Senator Joseph Biden. Have you seen the problem he's been having? He went around and made a speech. And apparently, he quoted a, I think it was a British politician, took his speech and kind of paraphrased it as his own. And then the press got on him, and Biden says, not to worry, he reassured his staff, he said, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. I was happy to use that clip so I could show you the difference between a Carson and the guys they have now. This day in history, September 14, 1982, Grace Kelly, former actress who became the Princess of Monaco, dies at age 52. It's a very terrible story. Um, so she was driving, and if you've been to Monaco, Monte Carlo, it's a you know, windy road, Cote d'Azur, uh, Mediterranean Sea. She gets a cerebral hemorrhage while behind the wheel, and her car plunges down a 120-foot mountainside. She dies the next day. 
okay? And the world was shocked. There was no villain. It was just an act of God, if you will. So Grace Kelly uh, was an extremely successful actress in America. Uh, you can see her movies on uh, Turner Classic and all that. She did some work for Alfred Hitchcock, as you may know, and then she got married to Prince Rainier uh, and went over there to Monaco and lived a life of splendor. And she died at that early age, 52. Now, she had uh, three children. First was uh, Prince Albert II. He's worth a billion dollars, this guy is. Uh, he's still uh, reigning in Monaco. Second was Princess Caroline of Monaco. He got a lot of ink at, uh, when she was younger. Um, and she is now 65 years old, married uh, to her third husband, a prince from uh, Prussia someplace. And the fourth was the notorious Princess Stephanie, who is the rebel of the crew. Uh, she is 57 years old, uh, married twice and divorced, and she's now engaged to a California legal professional, Jacques Darrow Carr. So there is the legacy of uh, Princess Grace, who died at 80, 52, I'm sorry, 52 on this day. Okay, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with a lively mail segment and then a uh, final thought of the day that it may amuse you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful a lot of anxiety, and it's gonna get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Let's go to the mail, uh, Dina Hoffman, New Jersey. Bill, I heard your update saying that people may not vote in November. You are wrong. We are desperate to throw out these radicals. Shocked you do not understand that. Well, number one, I don't know who we is, uh, Diana, because radicals and progressives, they can vote too. Okay. Number two, I don't think some Democrats, particularly in the minority precincts, are going to show up to vote. I don't think they are, because their circumstance is pretty bad. 
They don't want to vote for Republicans. They can stay home. Now, all of this is a guess on my part, but I think I'm pretty confident that it's not going to be a super high turnout in November. Daniel Hines, Hines, Oregon. little irony there. O'Reilly, it's hard for me to believe that a large number of people can believe Joe Biden. But he is saying the economy is strong. We can talk inflation, jobs, energy, but in my lifetime, the stock market has always been the harbinger. And now it's in trouble. I don't know if the stock market's in trouble yet, but it's certainly going there. But again, this is the Twilight Zone administration. They're going to, no matter what happens, they're going to deny it. Alan filled Hammer, Seattle, Washington. When a hotel room charges uh, from 250 bucks to $1,000 in 12 months, inflation is replaced with price gouging. That's right. Alan, you hit it. So, yes, inflation has drawn everything up. But you're getting, I'm getting, everybody's getting, a little premium on top of the inflation. So the companies know, you know, everybody's got a, they're angry about inflation. So maybe we put on another 100 bucks, 200 bucks, uh, more than we used to charge. That's a short-term thing because people are just going to pull back consumer spending in the face of this economic horror. Stephen Ingram, Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Bill, I am here to learn. Excellent, Stephen. I've been told all my childhood that Elvis is a racist. Pretty sure that you have heard that as well. As a black person, can you tell me if Elvis Presley was racist? I write about that in the upcoming Killing the Legends book. So Elvis Presley, uh, born and reared in rural Mississippi, uh, did have a culture where blacks were disparaged. And he himself, not a lot, but once in a while, uh, said something that was inappropriate. However, on balance, Elvis respected black musicians and helped them. And many of them were very loyal to him. So Elvis Presley is a very complicated individual, much more so than anybody ever knows. And you will after reading Killing the Legends. But it's a good question. But number one, I would never say anybody's a racist unless it was overwhelming proof of that. Okay. And number two, I think if you did call Elvis a racist, you would be wrong and certainly unfair. Andrew Strasser, Hartsdale, New York. Thank you for everything you do, Bill. I think I speak for millions when I say that. How did you choose the people you write about in Killing the Legends? Well, the subtitle is The Lethal Danger of Celebrity. So in the late 1950s, 60s, early 70s, three men changed the entire culture of the United States. Elvis through rock and roll, John Lennon through the Beatles, and he took that right up to the end of the 60s, and Muhammad Ali, who became the dominant professional athlete in the world. And the way that Ali conducted himself gave optimism to black people, not only in the USA, but everywhere. So all three of these men were titans, but they all were crushed by their circumstance. And I just find it fascinating history, and that's how I chose them. 
Susanna Allen, Lakewood, Washington. I've listened to you for years, O'Reilly. I'm signing up for premium membership first time on BillOReilly.com. Which of the books is your favorite? Which should I get free? I'd start with Killing Lincoln. Although Killing the Legends, you're going you're gonna to like that. And Killing the Killer is a very important book. And if you're religious, Killing Jesus is a very important book. So it's possible for me to say I'm flattered you're going to be a premium member on BillOReilly.com. I hope everybody watching and listening signs up. It will enhance your life, improve your circumstance. We are in this for you. Kathy on the message board. Uh, Bill, I started a diet program a couple of months ago, slowly losing weight. Um, But the amazing thing is I'm saving money. The diet program discourages processed food, encourages fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sugar is the key, though. Keep it up. Just knock that sugar down. Knock that sugar down. Okay, and the weight will peel off. Carol, concierge member, which is the second tier on uh, premium membership. Direct access to me. Bill, your work ethic and lifestyle leaves me breathless. You write books, conduct interviews, prepare for your programs, keep track of your urchins, attend concerts and sporting events, all the while remaining healthy and energetic. I admire you and your time management skills. Thank you. Um, It's uh, derived over 50 years, Carol. I've always worked hard. Started working on when I was 10. It was just in my family, but I appreciate the compliment. Okay, so Killing the Legends out September 27th. Uh, pre-order on BillOReilly.com. Become a premium member. Get it free. Uh, the book will be everywhere. Will be the most controversial book of the year. Killing the Legends, the Lethal Danger of Celebrity. Word of the day, Jejun. J-E-J-U-N-E. Do not be Jejun. Right back with a final thought. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. All right, here is the final thought of the day. We are trying to make your life better, as I said, on BillOReilly.com. And we have a weekly quiz that is lots of fun. And you don't have to be a premium or concierge member. Anybody can get it. So you go to BillOReilly.com. You get the message of the day. Anybody can get it. 
And then our radio, like I'm on Hannity today, that's posted. You could hear it. Anybody can hear it. All right. It's just a television broadcast. And some of the special things we have are for premium members. And it's well worth it. So, but the uh, daily, the weekly quiz um, is a blast. So I hope you uh, check that out. Now, one final word about concierge membership. Uh, It is private. So I will never, ever, without your permission, um, tell anyone what you ask me or discuss with me. And, you know, life is getting more and more complicated, and I've been around. So that's a service that concierge brings. It is a lifeline. And it's a very inexpensive proposition for some of the problems that you have. I mean, I get letters every day, and we, we solve most of the problems that we're presented with. Okay, so I want you to check that out for you. You know, for me it's good, but better for you. And that is the No Spin News for today. We are very pleased you are watching and listening. You want to reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name and town if you wish to opine, and we will see you soon.